Hey everybody, it's Rockin' John. Now hear this.
Not like the other young Battersea boys 
studied his music We kept in touch We still have that old stream of brotherly love He sings for his supper Still wants to be The voice on the big stage With his own CD played is kind of a rare Van Morrison song called Naked in the Jungle from a collection he did called The Philosopher's Stone which is was all previously unreleased material. It's wild. It is. I, I, what I love is the rhythmic aspect of the hooks the fact that he's singing with the band. Da -da 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 -da, da -da -da -da. Oh yeah. I, I love that. And the other thing that struck me as a sour note <laughs> is that I think when he's sax solo is sharp. Yeah, you, you, you mentioned that before. I kind of like it. You know, I'm not a big sax person, but he plays a lot of sax these days, I think. I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of that. However, I love that boogaloo beat yeah. that this thing is, is oh, hitting yeah. you with. I mean, there's a, a rhythmic quality to this that just smacks you up the side of the head. Well, what's interesting, too, is this was recorded in the mid-'70s when he wasn't making records. He was... Uh, in a period of transition, as he called it later on with an album he put out. And he, he was recording a lot, but not releasing a lot. You have a, a copy of Van Morrison performing uh, this song, Naked in the Jungle, live. Yeah, I do. And I had no idea that he ever did that. I'll share it with you. Okay. If you say please. Please. And the next song is a duet between Sting and Branford Marsalis. And this tells you why Branford Marsalis gets the big bucks. Well, yeah, and he was in Sting's band originally, wasn't he? The Salt for Solo band? Yes, he was. He was and yeah. I know he played on the first couple of Sting albums, and they were really good. I like the mix of the two of them. I, I think they complement each other really well. Yeah. And this is a, you know, it's Roxanne, which everybody knows, but it's a unique version, and I, I really like it. Mm. The next song uh, was by Leon and Mary Russell. And we all know who Leon Russell was, and... His wife, Mary, I think was his background singer for a while, and they got married and put out a couple of albums in the 70s. Anyway, this is a song called that I always thought was really catchy called Say You Will. I know you liked it too because it actually made it into this, uh, this playlist. <laughs> and I didn't, I, when I presented it, I wasn't sure it was going to fly or not. And I was like very, I was delighted that oh, you liked it. Oh, it's joyful. I mean, the, it sounds 
like they're singing with a smile. Yes, yes. And the next song was by John Fogarty, and it's a song off his Blue Moon Swamp comeback album from 25 years ago or so. And it's the last song on the album called Bad Bad Boy. I thought John would really enjoy the just crazy guitar playing. Fogarty hadn't played uh, in a long time, and he's just cutting loose. He's as, as good as ever. And well, no, he's better than ever. If you didn't know this was John Fogarty, I don't know if you would recognize the guitar style. It's slashing. It's aggressive. It's it tells. He's like Bruce Springsteen. Springsteen yes. does not get credit for being a great player. And he is, he, a, and he is great. He is. He's a psychedelic guitar player, and people don't realize that. John Fogarty deserves that same kind of credit. He's a great player. He's a stylist, so you know the short, choppy, melodic solos he takes in the hits. But on this thing, he's ripping. It's just so electric. And there are parts I remember thinking, like, gosh, that could be Santana playing. Mm -hmm. You know, little parts. Mm -hmm. He's just, he's touching on all sorts of uh, influences. Well, I love how you dug this out of an album that was long buried. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's, it's atypical of the album, mm -hmm. you know, which was almost a country-ish type of record. And we finished the set with a song by uh, Chris Difford from Squeeze. He's the guy that writes the lyrics. And he doesn't sing all the time. He has a very deep voice. Anyway, he put out a solo album, his first solo album, about 20 years ago or so. And uh, this song was on it called Battersea Boys. When I heard this record, I was like, who'd have guessed that he'd make a great record? I didn't think like being a solo artist was going to work for him. But anyway, what a great song. It's just so emotional, but kind of funny at the same time. It's and, a story song. Yes. And he's brilliant because he uses the magical three-quarter time. So there's a lilt to it. Yes. So as he tells you the story, you kind of sway with it. You want to hear where he's going. It reminds me in some ways of the kinks. And it's very British. You know, you're right. It, I can see that. I can see the kinks comparison because it's very, it's very personal, but at the same time, uh, not so personal that it's off-putting or anything like that. I, I, I love this. I want to hear where it goes. And so I was really happy to take that voyage. Yep. The next segment begins with an alternate version of Little Feet's Dixie Chicken. It's very, very similar to the one that was released. It's just an alternate take, I think. Not as produced, obviously, with overdubs and everything. It's uh, familiar if you know the song. But if you know the song well, you know that Lowell George is singing it a little differently. You know, his slide parts, as we always call them. He never really took slide solos, per se. He really played parts. They're kind of missing, because I guess they were overdubs. Anyway, the band is cooking. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's just another take on that great song. It's just as good, I think, as the one that got released. And we have Nick Lowe doing an acoustic version of the song Cruel To Be Kind. Very sweet. Very <laughs> sweet, this guy, Nick Lowe. Yes. Um, I love Nick Lowe. I loved Rockpile. This is a, a... You found this song. I don't know where it came from. It's a, an acoustic... Is it live? Yeah. It's very good. I mean, you know, it's funny. He pulls off a, what I always think of as a band song, a Rockpile song. He pulls it off on acoustic guitar just beautifully, which goes to show, as we always say, if you got a good song, you got a good song. And then we follow that with a surprise track from Blood, Sweat, and Tears, live at Woodstock. David Clayton Thomas in the band, and in fact, at Woodstock, the album with David Clayton Thomas, and When I Die, and right, you know, right. all the hits, Spinning Wheel, was number one on Billboard. So the most popular band in America at the time of Woodstock 
was blood, sweat, and tears. Now, here's the thing. You've told me they, they did not appear in the film or on the record. That's though. right. They did not. And it's as if they weren't at Woodstock. That's what I, I had no idea they were there. I mean, it's, it's funny. You know, when you say how popular they were. I mean, you think about that. And I guess, you know, Credence was originally not a part of the Woodstock movie and all that. Very interesting to me what you said. Yeah, they were totally forgotten. And the beauty of this is that David Clayton Thomas is singing an Al Cooper song from The Childish Father to the Man The first album, yeah. yeah. Just One Smile. Right. And he sings the, the bejesus out of it. It's he sure does. great. Yeah. yeah. And so I think the whole performance is wonderful. And I've always wanted to hear a great live performance with David Clayton Thomas and the band. And this Woodstock performance, which you can now buy, mm -hmm. is it. They had the whole performance. So, you know, if you're a BST fan... I would run out and check it out. Yeah, especially if you're into the first couple of albums, and who isn't? Big 
I can't take another heartache Though you say you're my friend I'm at my wit's end You say your love is bona fide But that don't coincide With the things that you do And when I ask you to be nice You say you gotta be cruel to be kind In the right measure Cruel to be kind, it's a very good sign Cruel to be kind means that I love you Baby, you gotta be cruel to be kind I do my best to understand But you still mystify And I wanna know why I pick myself back off the ground To have you knock me back down Again and again And when I ask you to explain You say you gotta be cruel to be kind In the right measure Cruel to be kind is a very good sign Cruel to be kind means that I love you But you still mystify And I wanna know why I pick myself back off the ground To have you knock me back down Again and again And when I ask you to explain Well you say you gotta be cruel to be kind In the right measure Cruel to be kind It's a very good sign Cruel to be kind It means that I love you
Now, the next segment starts with uh, a song by Paul McCartney and Wings called Spin It On, which was on the very last Wings album called Back to the Egg, which is kind of an overlooked album. It was a, a new lineup for Wings that only lasted one album and one tour. It's uh, a real rock and roller. It's Paul McCartney's version of uh, Rip This Joint, the Rolling Stones did on Exile on Main Street. It's just a tear it up rocker. Yeah, I was surprised at how energetic it is and it's perfectly in the groove. This is and a ripper. fast. Yeah, and this fast. is a rockin' ripper. Yeah, it's it's a and he's he's singing real well. It's as I say, it's a surprisingly hard edge for Paul at that time, the mm. late seventies. And it just made sense to me that we follow it with a Johnny Winter swinger swinging shuffle. I hate everybody from the second Winter album. I love that title. You know, and <laughs> Edgar Winter is all over this playing keyboards and sax, and Johnny's playing his. Sweet, stinging guitar. In fact, I would say he's playing with a little bit more finesse and a little less growl than usual. But the song, just again, just like the McCartney song, it's it's an up-tempo shuffle and it swings. And yeah, the I, swings. I love it. I That's, love it. Why don't you you do it because you found this and you oh, love it. I love this. <laughs> surprise, surprise! Another Steely Dan song. This time, my old school, but isolated tracks. Just the lead vocal and just the guitar. And this is rough and ready, and I know I've used this word a bunch recently, ripping. What well, a great track. It really is. It's surprising, you know. Sometimes uh, when we, we play certain stripped-down things, you know, not necessarily on the show, but sometimes when you hear stripped-down versions uh, where it's isolated parts and all that, sometimes it, it's good as a curio, but this actually works by itself. And it's, you hear the nuances of things you never heard before, no matter how well you know the song, and it's, it's a great song, too, so that helps. And I would say on this song, you will hear the finest Jeff Baxter playing that's been recorded. There might be other stuff as good as this, but this is the pinnacle. Yeah, and the, the clarity of okay. it, you know, is just amazing.
got sweet goodbyes When you put me on the Wolverine up to Annandale It was still September When your daddy was quite surprised To find you with the working girls in the county jail I was smoking with the boys upstairs When I heard about the whole affair I said, whoa, no, William and Mary won't do now Well, I did not think the girl could be so cruel And I'm never going back to my old Well, I hear the whistle, but I can't go. I'm gonna 
Take her down to Mexico She said, oh no What a lahara won't do now Well, I did not think the girl Could be so cruel And I'm never going back To my own The next segment starts with a song that John found of uh, it's Eddie Van Halen and Sammy Hagar at a bridge school benefit concert uh, several years ago. I think it was 1993. Anyway, what's interesting about this is it's Eddie Van Halen on piano, Sammy Hagar doing the vocals, and it's the song Love Walks In, which I think was from, was that? 5150. Oh, 5150. And I've always thought it was really great. And I always thought Eddie Van Halen was becoming a really good songwriter with, with that sort of material. Anyway, I love this recording so much that it's like always on my iPhone. I play it all the time and I thank you for finding it. And I'll tell you something else. I never really listened to Sammy Hagar much and I realized like, my God, what a singer. Mm. What a singer. And I mean, it's just a wonderful performance. I mean, really good. As I say, Eddie Van Halen on keyboards. It's, and background vocals. And background vocals. Yeah. And it's good, really good. And we follow that with a demo of John Lennon working on the song, Help. Yep, it's a Ooh. songwriting demo. It's bare bones and it's rough, and it's rough hewn, but it's the Beatles, and you actually hear him creating the song. And I would say that it shows you that discovery is messy. Abs yes, absolutely, absolutely. And he, you could, I, I believe he, he gets a little testy at one point when somebody <laughs> chimes in. And then you take the next. And then they, they, I follow this with a, a track I found from a Paul McCartney acoustic concert at the Coliseum in Rome. And just for fun, he sings, Hey, Hey, We're the Monkeys. And then we follow that with one of those mashups of Let It Be and It Wasn't Me, uh, The Beatles, and Shaggy. Shaggy. <laughs> I have to mention that everywhere you've ever heard this song, if you've ever heard it before, it has a... What would you a say? A dead spot. A dead spot where nothing is playing. It's on the beat, and it just kind of made us crazy, so I fixed it. <laughs> and it sounds good. <laughs> and, and it works. The two songs work beautifully. Yeah. How crazy is that? Uh -huh. We're going to do a song the way we originally wrote it on uh, 5150. Here's a song about aliens. Uh, 
Paulo, louvou você.
little bit we're doing starts off with a star spinal banner by 
Well, it's the Grateful Dead. <laughs> Acapella. It's Jerry Garcia, Bob Weir, and Vince Wellnick. Where, where was it? San Francisco. I think it was in San Francisco. I'm not sure. But it's, uh, it's the three of them singing live in the middle of the baseball field before the, the, uh, the game. They start off a little bit tentative and all that. And then all of a sudden, they start soaring at one point. It's quite something to hear the Grateful Dead doing the Star Spangled Banner a cappella. This whole segment I called, what are they doing here? Because yeah. all three of these songs are artists that surprise you. Like, they're playing together, and what are they doing here? Right, and well, the next song is a song, it's called Two Fingers of Whiskey, and it's Elton John and Jack White. And I mean, when I say that, it's Elton John and Jack White in a room together. Elton is on piano singing, and Jack White is doing the guitar, and it's a uh, Elton John Bernie Taupin original. It's from a movie, and I have it's a it's a movie I'd never heard of, and I can't remember what it was. But it was a for a movie. It's it was on a soundtrack, and it, it's the only place it, it appeared. But boy, I hear this, and I'm an Elton John fan, and I like Jack White, but I'm like, they should do more of this. It's really good. And then, turns out, what are they doing here? Alice Cooper, Billion Dollar Babies, with the guest vocal. Donovan. Yeah, Donovan. that Donovan. Yeah, the Alice Cooper group were recording uh, the Billion Dollar Babies album in uh, England. Apparently, Donovan was in the same studio or anything, and he was game. Well, as you'll hear in the song, he was game. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please rise and direct your attention to the center field area to present the colors for today, the Vietnam Veterans Color Guard Unit 400 and soldiers from the 6th U.S. Army Presidio of San Francisco. And now, may we direct your attention to in front of the pitcher's mound to honor America in the singing of our national anthem, Jerry Garcia, Bob Weir, Vince Welneck, San Francisco's own The Grateful Dead. Sweet. 
That's what we're talking about.